0: Hello and welcome back to the History of the British Isles, Episode 2, The Seeds of Britain. In this episode, I will cover the Stone Age or Mesolithic era and the arrival of farming or the Neolithic period. Mesolithic man was very similar to pre-Ice Age man. Wood was reconquering Britain and Ireland, making it prime land for nomadic hunter-gatherers. People seemed to have moved around river systems and the sea. Probably because of the need for relying drinking water at all times. At this time, Britain was still connected to Europe via the Doggerland, which is it, which in itself was a popular location to live. I briefly mentioned the Doggerland in last episode, but let me elaborate a bit. The Doggerland was a land was an area of land that is sunk nowadays, as I will talk about later on. That extended the land on the western British coast. It started with small extensions east of the British coast. It started with small extensions in Scotland, where, all the way down to the south, where it went so far that it connected England and France. This land was incredibly flat and close to sea level, making it prime lands for the nomadic hunter gatherers both Britain and French. All good things must come to an end, though. In roughly 6,000 BCE, a huge glacier, formerly part of a fjord in Norway, melted, the rush of water to what can only be described as a tsunami to hit Dogland, sinking it forever. Dogland is the closest thing there is to Atlantis, and was the cause of an unknown number of deaths. I would imagine it would be in the thousands, a large number for the time. It was a large landmass, as big, if not larger, as Wales at the time. After the sinking of the Dogland... The Britons continued the rest of the Mesolithic era re- re- relatively unaffected. In 4000 BCE, farming, which had started te- in 10,000 BC, but, in- but took until 4500 BCE to arrive in nor- northern Europe, in roughly, took, and took another 500 years to arrive in Britain, and then to Ireland, revolutionised British life. The forest, once a source of livelihood to the Britons, were abandoned or destroyed in such a potential farmland. This period of change is called the Neolithic Revolution. Polish items started to appear in Britain at the time, showing technological growth by the newly settled Britons. From this period, we also see migration from the continent, most likely the reason for the spread of farming. These comers would have introduced various elements of continental life to the Britons, and we also see the construction of more advanced structures such as burial mounds at this time. Later on in the Neolithic period, we see the construction of stone circles around Stonehenge. To give you a feel of what life was like, let me give you the perspective of an early Britonic farmer. The sun rises through the door to the hut. I crawled off my straw bed and went to the... and went to gather- I went to the gathering space to light the fire. Brother was already sitting next to it, warming his hands by the embers of last night's fire. You're up, you're up early, brother, I said. Couldn't sleep, he replied. I lit the fire and walked down to the lake to get some water. When I got down to the lake, I filled up the wooden pot for the fire and sat down on a tree stump to catch my breath, the winter sun shining over me. I looked up the hill, looking, looking out for anything that might kill me, then got up. As I trudged up the hill, I saw a pair of glowing eyes. Wolf eyes. I ran, trying not to spill any water in my mad dash to the village. The wolf jumped out at me with a look of foul pride. I started to chase after me. I called up the hill. Wolf! Wolf! And father came running down with a spear to try to slay the beast. I ran up the hill and put the pot down. Brother grabbed a burning log and ran down to help father, charging down the hill. Catching my breath, I sat by the fire. There was no use helping father and brother, for the wolf could not stand up to two combatants with weapons. I put the water pot on a stone stand as not to burn the wood. As the water boiled, brother and father came up with the wolf's head. Father said brother did the killing blow so he could hang up the head. This was probably just kindness, as brother needed to build up his acclaim now that he was a young man. The whole family sat round the fire and ate chicken eggs from our small farm. We lived in a small cluster of families around the lake. Farmers who had lived together for generations that we knew of larger settlements, We often carried excess foods to a nearby market in every month to, to pick, hope to pick up any prized goods or livestock. All of the families met to discuss matters and solve disputes around the lake once a week as well as to sacrifice one of the roosters or bulls to the sun. Our days are menial. At dawn, I, at dawn, I go down to get water while brother stands guard round the camp. After we eat, sister feeds the chickens and I manage crops, harvesting, pla- plan- planting, ploughing or checking the irrigation system, depending on the time of the year. Father milks the cows, mother feeds the hens and collects the eggs and brother helps the family next to us with their sheep. It's important that we work with them so we get the so we get some wool. We come back to the camp to rest for a while. We assess what we have collected and store all that we need. The rest is to be traded. After our break, we do whatever the jo- jobs the farm needs doing: They're feeding the animals, collecting water, and other such menial tasks. At dusk, we lock the chickens in their coop and bring the cows into the communi- communal barn next to the lake to be locked up for the night. Today was no different. and did all of my tasks. The only thing that was out of the ordinary was the wolf attack at dawn, though even that was reasonably common. I don't live in—we uh, don't live in open land like the large communities. and Animals such as wolves run rampant in the dense forests around our lake. In the evening, we went down to the lake to meet up with the villagers. Harvest had not come yet, so we pour, had to pull resources for our dinner. We then went up to our camps and went to bed. I hope you like my approach for this episode. I thought it would give you a picture of what life was like for people at the time. For users who are up to date with the podcast, I would like to say, say that the website will be out around Christmas. I had to reset my computer, so I lost the coding for the website. That's all for now. Bye!